Hello and welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast, the show where three gnarly dudes hang ten on the tri-dub, shoot the curl, then glide ashore on waves of content. I'm your moderator, Justin, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt, Craig, and Not Sam! Yeah! Woo! Woo! Keep it, keep it down, <laughs> not Sam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate Sam couldn't make it. Uh, was it the last episode we were talking about his concussion? Yeah, I, I don't think it's related that he's not here. Yeah, it sound like uh, yeah. it. Yeah, I, I mean, just to Sounds... ease anyone's panic. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's not related to why he's not here. Sam's yeah. on a date. He's just keeping his appointment. Yes. Yeah. Although I, he didn't want to push back his date for fear of ruining it but i mean what's what's cooler than saying that you have a <laughs> podcast to do <laughs> can <Yeah>. we <laughs> well uh, i, can, I, can I think have a podcast cooler. and things like this are going to be a priority for me so <laughs> yeah things i mean things if, are going to come up date, and I'm, things are going to have to come up date. and i'm going to have to reschedule all the time but uh yeah i do a podcast so you can check that out <laughs> while you wait for our date to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he should have brought his date to the podcast. Yeah, what is it? That's 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 a good idea, Craig. I mean, what better, you know, ambiance than uh, <laughs> than the, him than talking on headphones <laughs> into yeah, a to microphone <laughs> over uh, Google Hangouts? Yeah. Oh, so what's everyone drinking today? Uh, I'm having um, a little bit of Maker's Mark. It's my parents, my parents' Maker's Mark. I'm going <laughs> to fill up that bottle with a little bit of water so they don't know that they drink. <laughs> that you yeah, drink yeah, I probably should. I'm, I'm at my parents' house in their basement drinking their whiskey. I'm in. I'm at my apartment drinking my own uh, gin. Is that a martini? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's basically a martini. It's basically just gin and olives and ice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I have a Dewar's with a splash of mango LaCroix in it. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like Actually, that combination. I, don't, I think the only carbonated thing that I could put in this down here in the basement, I think there's Pabst. I could probably put a little Pabst in my whiskey, but I don't, I don't think I want to. That's a nice little cocktail there. Yeah, that's true. It'd probably be fine. It it probably would taste pretty good. You know what? I'm gonna try it. I'll be right back, gentlemen. I feel like a Pabst and Jameson would be like just the perfect thing. It doesn't sound too bad. <sighs> now I want to try it. I don't have any beer. This yeah. this talk I, of, I don't either. <laughs> this talk of drinking Pabst and whiskey reminds me that uh, this podcast is based on a show that was once funded by PBS. Oh yeah. My, my, how we've fallen. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> now we're just trying to get that PAP sponsorship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I, I think we should get started with the beer and whiskey guy today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just poured a little so, in. It so was actually really good. That's Craig, right? Yeah. 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 Now I wish I could do it. Yeah. It's pretty good. So what what do you got for us today, Craig? Oh, okay. Well, <sighs> you know that that uh, th- that object way out there in the uh, 
outer rim of our solar system, the the thing we call Pluto. Yeah. Yep. I've heard of it. Um, well, I guess we call it a dwarf planet now. Uh, well, oh, I was I was just uh, reflexively calling it not a planet. Not a planet. Yes, you could do that. Um, it's just it's just so fun. Well, a a couple of dudes wrote an article. A couple of dudes who um, have to do with the uh, um what what. They have to do with the one of the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the exhibitions out uh, out to to Pluto. Uh, Beer and whiskey, folks. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Stern was and Grin. The, was that the? What's that? Was that the Horizons mission? Is um, that what the Pluto one was. Yeah, I think so. I think that, and they, the, it's it's Stern and Grinspoon are their name, are their names. And they okay. that, that's they, made up the, or characters in a yeah Shakespeare play yeah <laughs> principal investigators of the New Horizons mission to Pluto um, they yeah, and Horizons. and astrobiologists so one of them is a principal investigator one of them is an astrobiologist they um, published an article in the Washington Post uh, about how they think that Pluto should be a planet basically and, what was their argument? And, it seems like a pretty good argument. I mean, I think it's probably the same argument that's been going on for a while, <laughs> but but it's but it's a very public stance that they're taking. Um, so the the reason the the main reason apparently that do you know of the reason that it was deemed not a planet? Well, basically because they found a bunch of other planets <laughs> about about the same size, right? Uh, uh not according to them. Um, oh, okay. According to them, like this new criteria for what makes a planet, um, came out in 2006, and one of the criteria was uh, that uh, it has to clear its own orbit. It has it can't yeah. share objects with other, can't share yeah. its orbit with other objects, mm-hmm. um, and apparently Pluto does. But I mean, they made the argument. Uh, that well, Earth also does. <laughs> uh, it has objects because of the moon. No, b- other objects within oh. within within its orbit, like asteroids. Um, Space and also garbage. And also, uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> space garbage. Yes, that's true. Uh, I don't know if that counts, but yeah. And also, all the exoplanets that we're discovering. I don't think we can. I guess we call them exoplanets. We don't technically call them planets, but well, ex- exoplanets I thought were planets that were outside of the solar system, in other solar systems. Yeah, but can you call it a planet? What if they share an orbit, which share objects, share share an orbit with other objects? Well, we—I mean, we can't tell, right? Yeah. <laughs> so as so, far as we know, they don't. Well, so that's why they say it's kind of silly to not call it a planet. I think that they say that the main criteria to make something a planet is that it create it can create a sphere using its own gravity basically so mm-hmm. it uh yeah the what the uh, what was it the international Astro- astronomical union or whatever who made that pl- that those rules isn't there three of them one is it has to like coalesce under its own gravity and be spherical right mm-hmm. uh it's to clear its neighborhood um and it must and, orbit around the sun and orbit around the sun <clears throat> yeah well 
that that would kind of oh uh, exoplanets right like, there. Uh, yeah, they don't, they don't our sun. The sun. <laughs> our sun is the only one that can have planets around it. That's the rule. Yeah, well, the I, I think apparently. well, that's the rule for like calling a planet within our solar system. I think they would. If we were talking about planets around other stars, well, see that makes be... it that makes it tricky right there. Then why do we have to make it different within our solar system? I mean, personally, I think they have a point. Uh, I I feel like it should be like if the if it's big enough so that it has gravity to make its own sphere. I feel like that's enough to call it a planet. Um, but you know the problem with that though is that then there's hundreds. Of planets in our solar system. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They they make that point. They bring up Titan, uh, Saturn's moon. Um, well, the moon would be a planet, <laughs> and the moon would be a planet. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Why not? Call, why not? Why not? It just gets it, it gets messy. It's messy. Well, no, no. You, you know? we have nine. We have nine planets that we know for sure that orbit around the sun. Uh, but we there could be other planets that are also moons. Why can't? And a moon would be. Well, a there's planet. a bunch of planets. There's a bunch of. In under these, under this criteria, there's a bunch of planets in the, like the Kuiper Belt and the the Oort Cloud. There's a bunch of stuff like the size of around the size of Pluto that is spherical that's orbiting out there. Yeah. Well, so I guess... is your main concern that it's just too much, too many planets to memorize? Yeah. <laughs> it's messy. There's like hundreds of them, and you know it kind of cheapens, cheapens the the, the you know the you know being a planet. Like uh, any anything that can, that's well, well planet. then why? But why is Pluto so special then? Why, why Pluto isn't special? You know, but or, just, or why? Why is any like? There's other pl- I guess just because it's small. Is that why? Is that why it can't be a planet then? Yeah, and, and the other well, and the other so objects the, in you know like the real problem here is that we're just dealing with a bunch of debris from the leftover from the creation of the sun. That's what all of this stuff is from yeah. Earth to Pluto. Yeah. Jupiter. It's all just the leftovers. So it's all the same thing, you know, for the most part. Uh, it's just we're trying to cl- figure out a way to classify, you know, all this garbage. <laughs> and, you know, like size is one way to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, once we, you know, like as we've gotten farther along, we've just discovered more and more garbage mm-hmm. and that we have to like fit into our, you know, categories. Uh, I'm, I like, the old way where Pluto isn't a planet just because let's just simplify it. Let's just have just uh, eight planets, you know, the biggest, the biggest pieces of junk and well, and then the okay. rest of it, the rest of it will just be different kinds of planets. That's basically what they are right now. They're just like dwarf planets or, you know, that's, or whatever. O- that's okay. Well, okay. Okay. What, maybe. But what if one of these, is it, is it, so is it just size that uh, matters? Yeah. Man. Well, or, it, basically, because like you have to be basically large enough to be able to clear out your neighborhood, I think, I think it's a little ridiculous to say you have to do it entirely, but like mostly clear. See, you I know, don't like. Oh, so that's like there's that's, not there's not another Earth-sized object you like sharing an orbit with Earth. Okay, that but that there's makes probably plenty of there's that makes a little more of, sense. Like, that makes a little of, more like, sense. Yeah, yeah go go like, go ahead. That's that's basically what I'm just saying is that like you know Pluto though there's probably it's probably there's probably stuff around the size of pluto since it's so small and there's so much stuff like that that is crossing its orbit or in the same neighborhood so like then you're starting to get into like you know it's just a bunch of junk <laughs> you know okay uh, that, well, that, like it's still it's like i think the thing the problem another problem is that we think when we downgraded pluto that it somehow became less 
important. It's still the same important. It's like still important. It's just we're going to mm-hmm. call it something different. What is it that we call it different? A dwarf I think it's planet. Called a dwarf, dwarf, a dwarf planet. planet. Um, okay, but so you could also just call it a planet. <laughs> you could. Yeah, it's a it's it's a kind of planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that's that's fine. I mean, I'm not per. I don't really. I'm not that sentimental of a man. You know me, Matt. I'm not a very sentimental guy. I don't really. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care that uh, it's not called a planet anymore. Uh, just on, on sentimental value, I just found it kind of silly that that it has to be. It has to orbit our sun to be a planet, and it can't have other objects in its orbit. But but you're saying that. If it's big and basically that third rule that it has can't have other objects in its orbit, it's kind of saying it has to be big, right? Yeah, because it's basically big enough to be. Because as the solar system was growing, there used to be you know tons of junk everywhere, and things were colliding with each other mm-hmm. with the, all the time. But like over time, like basically the the biggest objects survived because all the if you were too small, you just got blown up or blown to pieces. Mm-hmm. So like things like Earth or Jupiter like survived because they were big and they either collected all the stuff or just destroyed it as they were moving around. Yeah. Uh, so now it's a pretty clear neighborhood. I mean, there's obviously like some asteroids out there, but in the grand scheme of things, there it's pretty empty out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the solution here though is not what we call Pluto. We should just call. We should add like some sort of prefix to the major planets like call them the major planets like jupiter earth all those ones that would just call them the major planets we'll call them or, like uh cargo planets or the and yeah. and the, the other ones mini planets yeah car or yeah. or the 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 ogs because yeah like so then <laughs> yeah. then all then everything has like uh uh you know just Everything has the, their name changed, so nobody gets hurt in a, in a way. So, yeah. and, and well, just, just I think none of this will be a problem until we start learning. We start having intergalactic space travel, and we have to we have to identify things shorthand when we're talking to each other. Be like, oh, I went to do you that. Think pla- if we, oh, <laughs> if go, we go. discover life on another planet, do you think? And they're on one of these smaller planets. You think they'll always like have a chip on their shoulder? <laughs> or yeah, like, they could. Or there'd just be like people like, "Oh, you didn't discover life on another planet. That was a dwarf planet." <laughs> <laughs> Come back when you got a major planet in your in your pocket. This yep. was also another case of two scientific disciplines like uh, disagreeing with each other, right? It's like, yeah. It's not. It's not like one guy and one other guy. It's like two. Two. I forgot what it was like. Uh, astronomers and it, someone else, or something. Well, it was, it was an astrophysicist and the, the principal investigator from uh, the New Horizons mission to mm-hmm. Pluto. Yeah, yeah, but no, it was an astrobiologist. But astrobiologist. Yeah, okay. yeah, but uh, they were they actually yeah they they trash talked the 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 group the IAU which uh, stands for. Uh, the International th- Astronomical Union. Yeah, they trash talked them and and called and said that they don't even they don't even study the solar system really like the way that the way that these two gentlemen do. So so yeah, there's science scientists <laughs> hating each other. Yeah, they're yeah they're all just throwing shade. 
yeah all the time and but i but i do i do think that it is really just what we decide it's all about what we want to call things it's not and and there's a lot of gray area because we don't know a lot about we don't there's a lot more to know about space yeah well like on the previous episode we were talking about how we just discovered all those moons around mm -hmm. jupiter there's still a bunch of stuff to discover so this this, these categories are always going to have to evolve to some yeah. extent. What if we discover like another, another planet in the middle between Mars and Jupiter? Like there's another there's another planet that's like the size of Pluto, but but it has its own orbit. Uh, it's not doesn't share it with anything else. Well, well, I mean, then I guess it would be a new planet. Uh, but I mean, it would depend on a lot of factors. I mean, you got the asteroid belt right there. So, uh, okay, maybe not that. Yeah, not, you, maybe not there. Maybe somewhere. Maybe uh, uh, Saturn and Uranus. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I was I was trying to think of a joke. I know, but, um, I know. Please don't. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I feel if like it's... we're all just space dust, man. Okay, that's true. That's. I feel like that answers the question. Let's move on. Well, <laughs> you, well, I wanted to bring up. You know that they're looking. There is. They think there is another ninth planet out there, one that would be big enough to fit the IAU's criteria. Big enough. Because there's so, been... so it has. But they think it's way out there. Yeah. Going around our sun. Yeah, going around our sun. But what if there's um, a? So if there's a if there is one that's that big, uh, do they just think that if it, if a planet's that big, it's not going to share its orbit with another? Probably, I mean, the, the 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 idea is that probably not because you know it's been four billion years since the sun was created, yeah. And in that time, if you if you haven't cleared out your orbit, you know, you're probably not big enough to do it at all. It's just, there's so much time has passed. You should have had time to run into everything, basically. Yeah, but that all, yeah, that all like. Is very that's a real strict to our, school marm. That's u- unique to our solar system, though. Uh, like, could there be a scenario in another solar system where there's multiple planets that just happen to not run into each other yet that have that cross orbits? You know, I mean, that's probably. That, I mean, that probably exists. I assume that's probably a short-term scenario. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it probably could last for millions of years. I think you know, uh, eventually, depending. eventually, when we know more and more planets and we're traveling intergalactically, we're probably going to have to just set a specific size to label it a planet or 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 something. We're just going to have to get more specific. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think in in the end, you know, it doesn't matter too much what mm-hmm. we call Pluto because it doesn't really change like the how we you know study it or mm-hmm. you know go out to explore it or anything like that. So it's just a matter of like, well, how, you know, what are you going to put in the textbook? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's, it's, I think a bigger deal, you know, I think the media makes a bigger deal about it. I think these, these guys probably make a bigger deal about it than it actually is. Well, I don't know. So like because some they, because kid, they feel, they some feel kid, good because some kid somewhere, he's going to see the, the uh, poster of the eight planets and he won't see Pluto on that poster. And then what if he would have seen Pl- Pluto and grew up? inspired by going out and learning more about Pluto because it was one of the planets on his poster when he was a little boy or girl. What, and you think the the lack of Pluto would be the 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 thing that changes 
him or her for the rest well, of their life. It, maybe, it, maybe it wouldn't inspire them to study Pluto. I guess, you know, it does lower its profile a little bit because it mm-hmm. won't be on the, the major planets. Not that, uh, I mean, maybe the world will still be in the same condition whether or not this person studies Pluto. But that's a, it has but an I effect. What you're saying. It has an effect. It, yeah, who, I agree. Who stands to gain by making Pluto not a planet? That's yeah. what I want to know. I think bi- big oil. I mean, big oil. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, you know, the poster makers, they don't have to use as much ink to, to show yeah. the, all the planets. Conspiracy Rumpy poster makers is like, oh, <laughs> I'm sick of Pluto. I should have been done with work ten minutes ago, but here I am, <laughs> still drafting in Pluto. <laughs> yep. Okay, I think we got to the bottom of this, gentlemen. I don't feel like any of it makes any sense, but okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Matt, 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 you actually did convince me. You can't. I came around. I think Pluto is a dwarf planet. So, good work. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I... My thought was, why not just make it a planet if it uh, if it's round and going around the sun? But, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think... now, now I feel like nothing matters. <laughs> I, you know, I believe there should be more categories. I believe in more categories. So, like, you know, we've got dwarf planets. We've got the planets. Let's make, like, Jupiter a super planet. You know, like, I let's let's... let's I, I'm I'm just four more categories in general. You you almost make it sound fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you love categories, dude. You love them. <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, some more categories. That's what we need. <laughs> I'm just looking at stuff, and I just want to sort it. You know. <laughs> it's very it's very human. It's a very human emotion. Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to sort Spe- these rocks. Speaking of humans and their future, Matt, you also oh. brought us a story today. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, this is in GQ magazine. This article. Oh, sexy. <laughs> my my wife Jessica made made fun of me <laughs> when I talked to her about this article. She's like, "You read GQ?" And I was like, "I don't read GQ. I just read this article that happened to be in GQ." Right. I'm not, I'm not a GQ kind of guy. I just want to get that out there. I don't want to. You, pr- I don't you probably just found opinions. it. You're probably Googling. You were just Googling. No, I, I think I found it on Twitter. How many uh, suits do you own? I think I own, I own like two to three. 2.5 suits. You don't even know how many suits you own. <laughs> I, there may be more. I'd have to check. Sounds like a GQ guy to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm a closet GQ guy where I you keep turn- my suits. I know if you turn that camera around, there's just ties everywhere. <laughs> All right. So, well, this article's in GQ. It's about men and a, a strange about a strange thing that's happening to them. Uh, basically, that um, over the last 50 years, they say, over the last couple decades, or a or couple decades that we've been measuring this, uh, the f- for sperm count has been decreasing. Yeah. And... Which means we're becoming increasingly infertile. Not me. (laughs) Well, you've proven that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, not necessarily, Matt. Did you read the article? I know, I know. So it's a little (laughs) little more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's interesting 
article. Well, you know, like something I've been interested in lately is like uh, the birth rate has been dropping around the world, uh, especially like in the United States and then especially in like developed countries or whatever. Uh, and that is only not really related to the sperm count thing. The birth rate thing is more related to uh, like the socioeconomic economic yeah. status of women in countries and things like that. Uh, but this is a, another thing that I find interesting that these sperm counts are dropping. They're not exactly sure why it's, it's leading to in increasing infertility, but we wouldn't really see it. We wouldn't, we don't really see that right now. It's not like less babies are being born really just because, you know, it's just because you're less fertile doesn't mean you can't have a baby. Um, but in the future, it could be a problem because of, uh, I'm trying to remember the article exactly, but like because of the way the, that this is happening, it, the problem may be compounded over generations. So like if one generation is a certain amount of you know, fertileness, the second generation might be even worse off because of the cause of it, which they think is plastic. <laughs> that's right. like the biggest big culprit right now is that plastic certain kinds of plastic uh, i had a class in college um uh, how many years ago 17 years ago i don't know uh and it was a i think it was a zoology class or something like zoology 101 it was just an elective class and the the professor or the one of the one of the people telling us stuff uh uh <laughs> talked about the talked about the declining sperm count and that was the first time i heard about it and it was mm -hmm. like this big deal it was he was making it out to this huge deal and it was the first time i heard about it and it was the last time i heard about it until, until today but <laughs> but uh his his theory or his he was he was making the argument that it had to do with pesticides and herbicides and everything um and i he was showing charts and graphs and everything and just in correlations. Um, and I feel like this is, we're going to be seeing uh, uh, this. I'm reading this and I, I still don't, I'm not a hundred percent convinced like how they know this, like how they really know that uh, it's plastic. I also saw. Well, yeah. Uh, I think it is more of a correlation. Yeah. I also saw uh uh, just before you sent this article, I didn't know we were going to be talking about this. I saw an article to what yesterday, maybe, um, about b people saying BPA in plastic. There was a study that BPA was 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 harmless in rats when they they conducted a, an experiment, mm -hmm. um, like that it's apparently safe. Although I don't know if I believe that either, because <laughs> it could it the the effects could be in your offspring not necessarily you yeah right so, yeah uh, and it, i mean it's one study and i think i feel like there's other been other studies about bpa right that say it's not good for you <laughs> yeah yeah right but there was a recent one apparently uh that said it was fine but i think that one was done by the government and i don't i don't i don't know who did it <laughs> so i don't know how often when you guys were younger did you just like microwave stuff in a plastic thing and sometimes it would melt a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd just be like, ah. Yeah. Well, that's weird. 
Yep, I've done that. Or <laughs> there, we, uh, my friend and I would put uh, uh, Three Musketeers wrapper. Or what? No, we were putting different things in the microwave, and we stopped after we put a Three Musketeers wrap uh, candy bar full with in the wrapper in the microwave. With the wrapper, yeah. Because it, then it like shot some sparks off, and we're like, whoa. Yeah, okay, well, isn't, okay. isn't it, it? That's kind of reflective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we were done. <laughs> And and since then I've had a low sperm count. So, oh, uh, <laughs> I, I tested oh. the day before, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the day after. Yep, and every day since. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they said it was uh, like, have they been studying this since, like the post World War Two era? Is that what they said? Yeah, Am I remember that um, right. Well, it's, so it I seems think, like a uh, fair amount of research. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely happening, you know, uh, because they've been tr- tracking it. I think the the culprit is still up in the air. Although, like this article makes it seem like there was that they had the big conference or the convention, and everybody was was like, "Oh, well, yeah. seems like it might be that." <laughs> yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I think you can make a good argument for. I'm sure I'm. I'm also pretty sure that like all of the chemicals we use, plastic, all the metals we use, they probably have some effect on us that we don't know. I'm sure they do. Like for a long time, uh, lead, we used lead and we didn't know that it, it was terrible for us. And even after scientists found out that it was terrible for us, we didn't listen for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, why it's not out of the realm of possibility that other metals do the same thing. Or, or maybe not as extreme, but like have an effect, you know. Well, I think the I think the fact, I mean, if if they're if they can just be like, look, it's making our penises smaller. <laughs> that would make that make a lot of the 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 dumb shits who don't let us uh, progress ever. That might change their mind. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, put it on the. I think if you if they. You know, it started talking about it in those in that way. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's it, got to be it's got to be rebranded. They just yeah, got to drive that home. But also, but also <laughs> pardon in the not article, a pun, but whatever. We, uh, <laughs> also embedded in this article is uh, uh, the idea of uh, less or we're, we're consuming estrogen and testosterone. Um, yeah, soy boys. Soy boys. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's the belief out there that you know all this all this new age kind of food like soy milk and tofu and everything uh, makes us consume more energy or estrogen. So so that's so that this also gives fuel to that whole theory. It does a little bit, although yeah. uh, I mean this has been happening does for it give longer fuel than fuel to tofu that was. theory. What? Well. Well, the I mean, soy boy theory. Yeah, because they, it does say in the article about how we're consuming more estrogen into t- uh, well, testosterone. It's, it, well, doesn't it say it says that the uh, the plastic like chemical acts like estrogen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. I feel like you could ex- extrapolate from that if you wanted to. <laughs> except, except mm-hmm. the fact that like tofu and soy milk have only become popular in like the last, you know decade or so <laughs> true uh why and this has been happening since the 70s at least yeah yeah, I'm yeah not, i mean i'm not i'm not saying that i'm not saying that i'm supporting the argument i'm just saying that someone could yeah although and 
the article talks up a lot the you know extinction risk from this. Mm-hmm. I, I in some ways I feel like this is probably one of the most uh, benign like crises that the human race <laughs> could face. Like oh, there's gonna be less children. <laughs> this is actually this is actually a good thing. You it know, could and be. in some ways, like this shouldn't be solved. Well, <laughs> as well, long as, as long as it's not going to lead to extinction. Yeah, as long as well, there not, could be all... there could be a reverse Handmaid's Tale situation going on at some point. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy! There's <laughs> just a few guys set aside for breeding yeah. stock. Yeah, it, like it, like in uh, uh, a boy and his dog. Yeah. Wait, what? That's Have a you movie. seen that movie? No. <laughs> it, with Don Johnson and a dog. It's like a post-apocalyptic movie. It takes place like after a nuclear war. The world's a desert. He telepathically talks to his dog. That's the uh-huh. setup. All right. <laughs> and he okay. gets he gets captured by this underground community basically to milk him for his sperm so he gets like hooked up to this machine <laughs> yeah uh, that, that, so that's the future did, we have did they to use that to. terminology in the movie ever what what terminology milk to, to milk him uh <laughs> i don't i don't know if they did actually i, I don't, don't remember, remember. Okay. Uh, jason robards is in it i think yeah that's, that terminology is vivid in my brain forever now so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you should watch that movie it's a fun time it's a fun yeah, it's time. a pretty good time <laughs> yeah uh what's the other thing i remember oh our uh our testicles and and buttholes that's how my son and i say it so we're yeah don't get uncomfortable mm-hmm. are getting closer together yeah the uh the taint is getting a little uh shorter <laughs> they the didn't gooch. say that we they call, didn't we say call that. that the gooch in my house <laughs> 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 This is a Gooch house. <laughs> Gooch is getting smaller, bro. Uh, uh. <laughs> you gotta start. You gotta start doing some stretching exercises. I don't remember them saying taint in the article. I really don't. <laughs> no, they, I think they called it the the right term. What is it actually called? <laughs> um, that I weird area. I don't think yeah. they did. Did they give it a term? I don't know. Is it called the the? It's called the perineum, right? Oh yeah. Ah, yes. Yep. Ah uh, yes, yes. Call it that instead of the gooch. <laughs> um, well, when I was younger, I assumed that's where I was like stuffed from when I was made. By oh really? Whomever I was made by, yeah. I just assumed. Well, oh, this you is got out they, of the- because you, you came from a Build-A-Bear? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, I found the cornerstone. <laughs> I I remember hearing that's like the natural seam of the body mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. is right there. So it's like also <laughs> prone to tearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that happens, uh, you know, during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I think it happens like during well during childbirth. Of, yeah, not I think so it also much just during, during... Like, certain types of accidents. You know, like it's it's like prone to like kind of tear sometimes. <laughs> so uh, right. are we worried? Are we worried about the end of the world after this article? No, I think this is actually this is good news. Good news. Uh, yeah, I uh, because it just means there's just gonna be less of us around. I think and it's we won't be so much of a problem. I think it's, I feel like it can't be good. 
There's yeah. nothing good about well, it. Well, you know what? It's not totally good. The, the real problem I see here is not so much the possibility of extinction, is that in the future, we'll be depending on like IVF and like uh, you know artificial means to be reproducing, and that's only going to be that's only going to be people who have the means and the opportunity to use those types of methods. So yeah. like there's going to be like a divide between people who can reproduce and people who can't because just, they don't have the money or I just not. don't like the uh the the reasoning for this like they they say it's because of the industrial revolution basically and all the chemicals we use, right? That's what they're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, a little broad. It's a little broad. It's like well, we just got all these chemicals, you know? It's just, we just do stuff. We make I mean, stuff. I think, you know, I think the thing that they bring up is that just, there's a lot of stuff that we have created in the last 150 years and that we've put into our food or at least put into our environment that we don't exactly know, you know, what it does to us. But you could blame, you could, any finding you have, you could blame on that. You could, you could blame on the Industrial Revolution. It's just like, sure. yeah, you know, all the stuff and we it, use. And it, and it, and it, probably the culprit <laughs> you know well, it, it well some is. of it is the culprit yeah yeah, but yeah. It, yeah it's just i think it's just, i think it's just trying to i think you're right craig that that it is kind of a meaningless statement but at the same time i think it's good to keep in mind that like yeah for the last 150 years we've been creating a whole bunch of chemicals that we have no idea what they do to the human body <laughs> yeah that's true. And sometimes you that's, forget about that. Like, I mean, I think of, that's something. I think that's important, but I don't even know how yeah. much of a direct line you can draw from any of it to uh, lower sperm count. I don't know. There's an old George Carlin bit that uh, goes something to the effect of like, uh, you know, the Earth is a self-healing organism, and it's not afraid of people. How do we know that the Earth didn't just want plastic, and had to make people <laughs> so it could get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now that it's got it, it doesn't need us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's good. Uh, that's, uh, I like this that theory. Yeah, mm-hmm. that we were just like purveyors of plastic for the Earth, and now it's like, all right, now I'm going to reduce your sperm count. Yeah, like it, the Earth was like, all right, you know, two birds, one stone. <laughs> yeah. But we're not. There's also no. There's also no guarantee that our sperm count is going to reduce down to zero, and we're not going to be able to reproduce anymore. There's no, no. There's just, no, no guarantee. Although the epigenetic thing is a little scary. Like if it just, you know, multiplies every generation, then we've yeah. got an issue. Yeah. If it. But, yeah. If it actually is compounding that way, where you 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 get worse, you pass it on in your worst state, and then your children yeah. get worse from there. Yeah, that's not great. Um, but, but you know, if it's, if it's only kind of happening, you know, for one thing, like we are getting, I, th- I feel like people are getting rid of plastic now or trying to reduce the amount of plastic they use. That seems to be a thing that's happening. So like, I kind of feel like it's going to solve it if it is plastic, you know, doing this. And, you know, like, I think people are becoming more aware of just chemicals and unnatural things in the environment, not being a good thing to have around. So I feel like this is something that, if it is has anything to do with those kinds of chemicals, we're probably we're probably on the way to fixing it. Although it doesn't show that in the in the research. Yeah, uh, you know. But I think we've got some time to figure out if we're doing the right thing. It's and, gonna, it'd uh, be pretty hard to get off of plastic. 
in you know, we're like, not going to be able to get off entirely. I don't think not anytime soon. But there's yeah. you know certain things we can get rid of. You know, or just re- yeah. you know, it's all about like basically reducing the amount of plastic you use. Not you know, just let's try not to use any more than we already are. <laughs> I mean, if if we could find out more specifically what types and and how it's affecting us, like we could figure out the proper ways to use plastic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then like the, the type of plastic they were talking about, uh, what is it? The BPA and the other kind. I mean, that's a type of plastic that's been kind of flagged for a while now. Um, you know, they're trying not to make stuff out of it anymore. Right. Especially like stuff in like BPA water bottles. Like they don't really yeah. make those anymore. Do they? It just seems like an easy scapegoat no. to me. Just seems like an easy scapegoat for this study. It's just like, well, <laughs> That bad plastic there, you know? Yeah, it might be I, just... I feel the, like there's always just, like... There's always reporting on how just, like, every piece of plastic is bad. You shouldn't yeah. wash it in the dishwasher. It's <laughs> it's yeah. really overwhelming. Like, I mean, I'm very conscious of when I'm around plastic nowadays, <laughs> mm-hmm. but there's just so little you can do about it so yeah. often. Yeah, I mean, I, like, think about... I feel bad about when I, like... I don't know, go to Starbucks or or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever and they I get the straw and I'm like, oh, I don't I don't really need, I don't need a straw for my iced right. coffee actually. Although I really like drinking it out of a straw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't need this. Did you bring straw. a did you bring your own cup to Starbucks? No, I didn't. So there was mm. a plastic cup as well. Yeah. Um that's got one more use in it though. So Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I yeah. use uh at work, I use plastic buckets a lot, and I use them just over and over again until they look like disgusting and weird. <laughs> but uh, so you know, I'm worried how that will make me look to like customers. But just keep using them until like they become a problem, basically. <laughs> yeah. they, just, they just they just look like bad. Like yeah, just... well, like that. Well, yeah, I do hardwood flooring so yeah. like they just get full of like different colored stains and they dry or just like other random stuff i have to do or they're just like garbage pails and mm-hmm. stuff like that and you, you feel like the your customers will look poorly upon you because well, of those buckets the thing it, like uh i guess like the main thing i've discovered in my business is like uh like being clean and on time is so much more important than like anything else. Oh like, yeah. Cause mm-hmm. no one has for the most part, any idea whether I do a good job or not. <laughs> <laughs> like some, so, sometimes people do, sometimes people don't, but for the I most part th- they I- don't. And all they can tell is like, well, it was clean, showed up on time. You know, I think that's uh, that's exactly, that's a good life advice right there. I feel like mm-hmm. that's the most important thing for any, any profession is just be clean and on time. I mean, and I don't generally comb my hair, but aside from that. Yeah. Clean, on time, and maybe, you know, not not a jerk. And then you're fine, probably. Mm-hmm. That should be the, the three requirements for a planet. For a planet, yes. <laughs> yes. Clean, on time, and what was the third one? Not a jerk. Perfectly round. Not a jerk. Not a that, yeah, same thing. <laughs> a perfect floating sphere. Yeah. <laughs> Clean on time, perfect floating sphere. And is is Pluto not all of those things? Uh, it's probably not clean. 
Well, define clean. Define clean. There's a lot of dirt. <laughs> if I had a friend named Pluto, I'd be surprised if he was untimed something. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's only going to take 18 years for Pluto to get here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, guess- I feel like we're steering straight into the time for the question of the week. Okay. That's what I'm waiting for. All right. Yeah. Uh, question of the week is... What is the best American rock band of all time? Did you just come up with this question just now? No, I was deciding between a couple. Oh, okay. All right. I was listening to a podcast called Are You Talking R-E-M-R-E-Me? Yeah. And, uh, uh, uh... like one of the one of the guys is a much bigger REM fan than the other, but he was just like, oh, I think they're the best American rock band of all time. And then like my immediate reaction was, uh, no. And then I was <laughs> like, it's uh, ooh, uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough they're one. They're all like, <laughs> well, there's so many. There's when, so many. When I think like, of like the greatest rock bands of all time, a lot of them are British. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's the thing I was like, oh, that's yeah. Even for us, like, yeah. I know ACDC's from Australia, but I was like, <laughs> ACDC? Oh, wait. Never mind. Because <laughs> yeah. I, like, I started like digging deep, and I'm just like, ah. Uh, huh. Let me think about this. I mean, one, that, hmm, no. No, no. I think I think the fir- the one that comes to mind for me, and maybe it's because I uh, I'm an '80s child, but uh, uh, Nirvana. You know, Nirvana is what crossed my mind too, but I didn't want to say it. I was like, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, to me, to me, it's Nirvana. Like, you know, no, no, no real, real competition, really. Yeah. But like, who's in second? And like, I mean, but like. You know, it's one of those. It's just well. A tough... an- another one that came to mind was the Ramones. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I would pick Nirvana over the Ramones. It's just a more eclectic list than I expected it to be. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, no like one all-encompassing band. Like REM's in the top five, which blows my mind a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got so many albums and. And then they just they broke up, right? They broke up a couple yeah. years ago. When you mm-hmm. when you think older, and they when broke you think... up. Yeah, and they broke up like kind of on good terms, right? They just were yeah. like, they was like, let's just break up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, that seems like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you think older band, like when you think older bands, it it gets even more um, uh, eclectic, I think, because yeah. it's like. It's like it's like little like like uh, quartets or like like what's an old like fifties sixties American band that you would you could say is in the top five? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause, well, it's be- the Beach Boys. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Beach Boys, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, but they're the Maybe. only they're the only thing that comes to mind for me. Yeah. If you go seventies, I guess CCR is pretty big deal. Yeah. I personally like CCR. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's also like you know, like Chuck Berry. That's not a band, like though. The... That's not a band. Well, he had a band. He was well, playing if... with the band. Well, well, if you're going that route, then you could say Elvis. Well, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 
or Michael Jackson. I mean, but I guess what I was going to say is that uh, they're, I feel like they are the sort of the progenitors of rock and roll. In some ways, it's like unfair to pick them because. Well, but also, that's that's. I feel like that's a person more over a band. I don't. I wouldn't call it a band. Yeah. So you wouldn't like. You wouldn't accept Weird Al Yankovic. No. I. Oh well. <laughs> I guess I can make that exception. <laughs> because we, you know, think about Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. He. Think of all of the. All of the American rock bands he encompasses because of just all the parodies he makes. Yeah. He has Nirvana. He, yeah. you know, he has he has Madonna. He has true, uh, true. So you're saying if scope. you're stuck on a desert island and you had to take one artist with you, <laughs> it would, the smartest choice would be Weird Al. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he does have. He goes. He spans the the whole you gamut. Get the last. 30, 40 years of Ameri- or of pop music yeah. all in one artist. Yeah. yeah. Now, Justin, do you think you can include individuals? Because that opens the field. I, I do not. I think, yeah, okay. uh, I think when you say, like, American rock, like, because I thought yeah. of Springsteen, even though, like, I mean, well, yeah, there's I so many like then. him okay. But, like, even that, I'm just like, it's. Then know. there's Johnny Cash, you know. Right. Like, you can't. It's too many then. That's. I yeah, feel like would, the, a rock band has a has a has a drummer whose name you know, you know. What's that? And, oh like, yeah, right, right. A rock band, you should know their drummer's name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we all know the Beach Boys drummer's name is Fred. Yeah, exactly. Or Paul. <laughs> Later years. Paul. <clears throat> Some a lot of people do know the drummer name of the Beach Boys. So. I guess the Wrecking Crew was the greatest American rock band of all time. Oh, that's from the that, answer? From that documentary. All right. All right. I don't know what that is. <laughs> what documentary? Oh, no, no. I, I, oh, it's the, they're the band that played on all the Beach Boys records and just oh. all the hits oh. before. Okay. Basically, they played on everything before bands got good enough to, or record companies let them play on their own records. With, they yeah. were like a studio band? Yeah. Okay. And they... Yeah, the it's a pretty it's a pretty cool documentary. I thought it w- it wasn't that what the band was. <laughs> it might have been. Were they like a studio band, and then they? Well, uh, it was a uh, it was a they did like everything. So like pop stuff. There's like an orchestra. So it's like a big group, and then like there's a certain group of people who are more who did like the rock stuff and stuff like that. Okay. But, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it. All right, I'm so, going back to Nir- I'm Nirvana. I'm sticking with the Nirvana. Yeah, I think I think you just go with Nirvana and don't worry about it. I guess yeah, exactly. Yeah, As, yep. especially if we can't use Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, I mean, it does. It is kind of annoying that, like, obviously, I'm going to pick Nirvana because that I I was in my adolescence in the '90s, but. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you ask someone older than us, they're going to have a different answer. And yeah. definitely it's, if you isn't ask Isn't it some... annoying that we have to be this age that we have to say Nirvana? Yeah. It's annoying. Well, it's a, I mean, I really like Nirvana. Really I think good. Nirvana oh, yeah, is yeah. great. I, no, yeah, I think I Nirvana, Nirvana is fantastic. And I, I, I do believe that they are. I, I, I stand by my answer, but, but I wonder if I would feel differently. It's hard to be objective about it. You know, mm-hmm. I wish, I, I wish they had, uh, their, their, their you know poppier phase 
I wish I, then I could, you know, because they're very, very one note. We didn't get a lot of variety. <laughs> right. Right. Well, th- it's like they both both a blessing and a curse that Nirvana only put out, you know, whatever, three, four albums. Right. Because well, we they, can't. I just feel like we can't judge them properly. Yeah, they don't have a, a huge. Yeah, but know, library. But their their impact was so important. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have a yeah. huge impact. Uh, we would have never had Creed <laughs> <laughs> or that band that everyone joked about. I can't Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could barely remember the name of. Right. But we also wouldn't have had um, Flaming Mouth. Lips, probably. Yeah. Because they like inspired like all those record companies to like pick up right. weirdo stuff like the butthole surfers. I think <laughs> we we may we may not have had the flood of rock bands that we had once we all were college age or mm-hmm. uh we all everybody was in a rock band at that point maybe, yeah and maybe we would have fallen in love with an art form that wasn't dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> well i think it was dying because we were all doing it <laughs> maybe that's part like of it, it i think but instead we'd all be mimes <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I feel like this concludes uh, another episode of the Good Stuff Podcast. Yeah. yeah. I felt well, good about good, that. Good work once again, everyone. Yeah. Thanks. As uh, as Sam's uncle always says. Goodbye for remember. now. Oh, yeah. Goodbye for now. <laughs> Goodbye for now. <laughs> <laughs>